the I am that I am that we all are. We all are that I am. We all are the one I am that is manifesting in legions of form and concepts of itself, right? So we're exploring the mind of God and the mind of God is asking, who am I, what am I, and what can I become, right? So that's the originating question. And now we're all exploring all of these states to help us answer that question, who are we? All right, welcome everyone to Daily Neville. This is season one, episode one, and I am your host, Josiah Brandt. And today we are starting with what has consistently been the most popular reading that I have on my YouTube channel, and that is The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And today it will be with commentary by Josiah Brandt. And now let us begin with The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. This was a 1952 book. And keep in mind, Neville started in 1939 or thereabouts with uh, his first book, At Your Command. So this is about 13 years into his career of uh, teaching the power of awareness, the power of consciousness. So Neville clearly has learned a lot. Fastest way to learn something is to attempt to teach it. No one learns the content more than the teacher. Uh, So he's learned a lot and he has a lot to share with us. Uh, At this point, he's already completed his studies with Abdullah, 1952. He's already completed uh, with Abdullah, and he is now teaching uh, across these 30-odd chapters, 27 chapters, what he has learned, uh, kind of the highlights. So I'm going to read this book for you all, and as I do, I'm going to share Josiah's insights, and you're going to get it first person uh, right from the source. So chapter one. I am. All things, when they are admitted, are made manifest by the light. For everything that is made manifest is light. Ephesians 5, 13. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. So he starts with the Bible verse. This is very common for him. A lot of his chapters, he starts with the Bible verse. But this particular one says, all things, when they are admitted, are made manifest by the light. For everything that is made manifest is light. And this is the idea that the whole universe, the whole vast universe is light. Now, this is a bit of an esoteric idea, uh, a little bit of an ephemeral or ethereal idea as well. This idea that even matter is uh, simply light that is essentially slowed in vibration to the point where it becomes hardened substance. And you can you can pick it up and hold it, right? This book was sunlight. The trees, you know, grew out of sunlight and nutrients from the soil, a lot of which came from, and even before all of that, the foundation of the universe is light. And Neville's going to explain more here what light is. The light is consciousness. Consciousness is one. Manifesting in legions of forms or levels of consciousness. There is no one that is not all that is. For consciousness, though expressed in an infinite series of levels, is not divisional. There is no real separation or gap in consciousness. I am cannot be divided. So there is only one I am. There is not any one that is not all that is, 
right? Every single one of us originated from the source. So we are the source in a different form. So there truly, when you start to think this way, there is no other. There is no other. There's only self in various forms, right? So the illusion of other, because it's a form that appears to be different than us, right? But it is still the source. It is still the one. And the one is consciousness, right? So there's every single one of us is a fractal of consciousness. And the fractal contains the whole within the part. That's what makes it fractal. He says, I am cannot be divided. I may conceive myself to be a rich man, a poor man, a beggar, or a thief. But the center or core or root or origination of my being remains the same regardless of the concept I hold of myself, right? So you simply are. You are I am made manifest into a physical material body in this universe. Now, what you conceive yourself to be beyond that is just your conception. It doesn't change the fact that you are I am. Now, this, of course, forms the question, what are you choosing to be right now? Because if you are I am, and if I am cannot be divided, and you are all of everything, then it really is your choice. It is your conception of yourself that determines what you are in this moment, right? So it's not anyone else that made you rich, poor, a beggar, or a thief. It's your conception of yourself that has made you any of these things. And when you realize this, this is ultimate freedom because you realize that the same conception of yourself which made you these things can also make you anything else. And that's the exciting part. At the center of manifestation, there is only one I am manifesting in legions of forms or concepts of itself. And I am that I am. The I am that I am that we all are. We all are that I am. We all are the one I am that is manifesting in legions of form and concepts of itself, right? So we're exploring the mind of God. And the mind of God is asking, who am I? What am I? And what can I become, right? So that's the originating question. And now we're all exploring all of these states to help us answer that question. Who are we, right? Who could we be? The I am that I am. What? What? try to define that in some way. And then here we are, we have bodies, we have a universe, we have the illusion of each other. Then we're trying to figure this out, right? It's part of the adventure of it. I am is the self-definition of the absolute, the foundation on which everything rests. I am is the first cause, substance. Okay, so he's just simply explaining further, illuminating further that there is only one I am, and I am is the beginning of everything, and also the end of everything, and also the totality of everything in between. I am is the self-definition of God. Now, we hear this when uh, in the Bible it says, uh, who shall I say sent me? And he says, I am hath sent me, and I am that I am. I am hath sent me unto you. I am that I am. Be still and know that I am is God, right? Be still and know that I am God. Or you could say that the I am, which is all of our source, all of our beginning, all of our end, all of our totality of everything, is God. I am is a feeling of permanent awareness. Permanent awareness. I can temporarily 
be aware of being rich or poor or a beggar or a thief or a humanitarian, right? I can temporarily be aware of these things, but that's simply the conditioning I'm adding after the statement, I am. I am a rich man, right? I am became first, and then it's conditioned as a rich man. And that's a temporary conditioning because I won't always be a rich man. At some point, I won't be a man at all, right? Some point, the I am that I am will be something that is not a man at all, right? So I am will still be there, but that which I'm conditioning myself to will not. And that's the key. I am is a feeling of permanent awareness. The very center of consciousness is the feeling of I am. It is the source. It is the root. It is the beginning. I may forget who I am or where I am, what I am, but I cannot forget that I am. The awareness of being remains regardless of the degree of forgetfulness of who, where, and what I am, right? So you can forget the conditions that you're placing on top of I am. You can forget all of that. And all you're left with, which is the root, the cause, the source, is I am. I am is the beginning. I am is the unconditioned consciousness. I am that I am that we all are is the source, the root, the beginning. It's the substance into which is impressed form, right? So the formless substance, which is then conditioned to form by whatever we layer on after this idea of I am. I am is that which amid unnumbered forms is ever the same, okay? So this is the virgin aspect of awareness. No matter how many parts I've played, right? How many different men I've been in my lifetime? How many different people I've been? How many different characters I've played in this lifetime or in all lifetimes ever, right? No matter how many unnumbered forms, right? The part of me that never changes, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Who is that we're talking about? It's God and it's I am. I am is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am is the virgin, unconditioned, awareness, that I can add all these layers on top of what I'm aware of being temporarily, but it doesn't change the virgin root, which is the I am, which is the source, which is the root. It's changeless, remains ever the same. This great discovery of cause reveals that, good or bad, man is actually the arbiter of his own fate, and that it is his concept of himself that determines the world in which he lives. Is that a little clearer now? Is it clear now to understand how it is the concept of yourself that determines the world in which you live? Once you understand which part of your awareness is I am and which part of your awareness is conditioned, right? The story that you're telling about who you are. The story that you're telling about who you are is the conditioning layered on top of I am. Because I am is just simple awareness of being. And now after you have that simple awareness of being, then you can tell a story about I am being such and such or going such and such a place or doing such and such a thing, right? The such and such a thing, the such and such a place, such and such a person, all of that is the story that I'm telling. The story is the conditioning that I'm layering on top of the original state, which is I am, which is the unconditioned consciousness. And this it is why it is our concept of ourselves that determines the world in which we live. 
In other words, Neville writes, if you are experiencing ill health, knowing the truth about cause, I am the cause, you cannot attribute the illness to anything other than to the particular arrangement of the basic cause substance, an arrangement which is defined by your concept, I am, I am is the original state, right? And the concept is unwell, right? So if you're experiencing ill health, it is because you have conditioned the I am that you are with the concept unwell or ill health, right? I am unwell, right? This is why the Bible tells us, let the weak man say, I am strong, right? Let the unconditioned awareness, the I am that I am, which has infinite choice about what to condition itself with, let it choose what it desires to be conditioned with, right? Let it choose that. Let the weak man say, I am strong. That's from Joel 3.10. And Neville writes, for by his assumption that I am strong, the cause substance, which is I am, is rearranged and must therefore manifest that which its rearrangement affirms. This principle governs every aspect of your life, be it social, financial, intellectual, or spiritual. This principle, the principle of conditioning the I am with a state, all these ideas weave together. I am is that reality to which whatever happens, we must turn for an explanation of the phenomena of life. So he's saying, no matter what happens to you in life, you have to look back at your conditioning to figure out the cause, right? Because I am the cause. I am is the cause and I am the cause. It is I am's concept of itself that determines the form and scenery of its existence. Everything depends upon its attitude towards itself. That which it will not affirm as true of itself cannot awaken in its world. I just love that. That which it will not affirm as true of itself, cannot awaken in its world. It is not to say that there is anything that doesn't exist, right? Because all things exist. All things exist. The happy states, the sad states, the so-called good states, the so-called evil states, the lighting, cheating, and stealing, the you know, gift, compassion, love, empathy, joy, happiness, peace, prosperity. All of these things exist, right? but it is your condition of yourself. It is your conditioning of your true self, which is your I am, which either awakens these things for you to experience or lets them sleep in unconsciousness, right? So if you affirm that it's true of yourself, it awakens so that it can confirm back to you that it's true of yourself. And this is why there's so much evidence for anything that you claim yourself to be, you can look around your life and say, oh, there's evidence for why I am this way, right? It's because you've awoken those qualities in your life. And if those qualities are not what you want, you need to awaken different qualities by refusing to affirm as true anything that you desire, you do not desire to experience, right? Don't, don't affirm it as true if you do not desire to experience it. 
Your concept of yourself, such as I am strong, I am secure, I am loved, determines the world in which you live. Ooh. In other words, when you say, I am a man, I am a father, I am an American. You are not defining different I ams. You are defining different concepts or arrangements of the one I am. Even in the phenomena of nature, if the tree were articulate, it would say, I am a tree, an apple tree, a fruitful tree. When you know that consciousness is the one and only reality, conceiving itself to be something good or bad or indifferent, and becoming that which it conceived itself to be, and we know this now, right? We've explored this in depth. We understand this is what's happening every moment of every present moment, which is all time eternity. When we know this, we are free from the tyranny of second cause. We are free from the tyranny of second cause. Second cause is a tyranny. All of those people, all of those people, less and less by the day, right? Because humanity is waking up. But all of those people, the numbers are declining day by day, are under the tyranny of second cause because they think it was that person over there that did it to them. It was this situation over here that did it to me. It was that circumstance plus that circumstance plus that guy plus that girl plus that that made this happen. All of those are secondary causes. What truly made it happen was first cause. It's your concept of yourself. No man come unto the Father except I draw him, right? Nothing happens to me in my world unless in some way. I have called it to awaken through my concept of myself. When you know that consciousness is the one and only reality, conceiving itself to be something good, bad, or indifferent, and becoming that which it conceived itself to be, you are free from the tyranny of second cause, free from the belief that there are causes outside of your own mind that can affect your life. In the state of consciousness, the individual, in the state of consciousness of the individual, is found the explanation of the phenomena of life. So if you want to know why something is happening, look at the state of consciousness of the people involved. If a man's concept of himself were different, everything in his world would be different. His concept of himself being what it is, everything in his world must be as it is. The world is a mirror, my friends, a mirror to our states. It's reflecting back to us what we believe to be true of the I am, the ways that we've conditioned the I am. Thus, it is abundantly clear that there is only one I am. And you are that I am. And while I am is infinite, you, by your concept of yourself, 
are displaying only a limited aspect of the infinite I am. Which limited aspect will you choose to display? Today, right? Which limited aspect of the I am will you choose to display today? Infinite choices. Choose wisely. Build thee more stately mansions, O my soul, as the swift seasons roll. Leave thy low vaulted past. Let each new temple nobler than the last. Shut thee from heaven with a dome more vast till thou at length art free, leaving thine outgrown shell by life's unresting sea. This concludes chapter one of The Power of Awareness, a 1952 book by Neville Goddard with commentary from Josiah Brandt that you won't find anywhere else. I'm doing this just for you all. By popular demand, I've had so many people tell me that it makes so much more sense when we talk it out. So we're gonna talk about Neville, <laughs> as, as I love to do. I love talking about Neville. If you liked this video, leave me a comment in the description, below the description, and tell me that you enjoyed this video. Give me your thoughts on this video. I'm planning on continuing with the power of awareness. And if you have suggestions for other uh, lectures or books or ideas that you would like to hear my perspective on, you'd like us to talk about in this format, please let me know. Leave a comment below. It's very important that you do so. Also, please like this video to help others find it. And if you haven't already, subscribe to my channel so that you receive more of this extremely valuable content. Priceless. This content is priceless. There is nothing more valuable than this. That's all I got. See you in the next. Imagine wisely, my friends. Yeah.